Welcome to Christian Impact, impacting your life with spiritual truth. I am Dr. Kelly Blanton, and now I'd like to welcome you to a special Christmas Advent edition of Christian Impact, our year-long series, Chronicles of the Kingdom. You may call this the Christmas Chronicles. This is week two of our Advent celebration, and today's title is Peace Recognizing. We'll be reading from lectionary readings in four passages. We will start today with Isaiah chapter 11, 1 through 10. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lay down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, the young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. And in that day they shall be a root of Jesse, who shall stand as a banner to the people, for the Gentiles shall seek him, and his resting place shall be glorious. Psalms 72, verses 1 through 7. Give the king your judgments, O God, and your righteousness to the king's sons. He will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. The mountains will bring peace to the people and little hills by righteousness. He will bring justice to the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy and will break in pieces the oppressor. They shall fear you as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon the grass before mowing, like showers of the water of the earth. In his days the righteous shall flourish and abundance of peace until the moon is no more. Romans 15 verses 4 through 13. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore receive one another just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Christ Jesus has become a servant to the circumcision for the truth of God, to confirm the promises made to the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. 
as it is written, For this reason I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him over the peoples. And again, Isaiah says, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles shall hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace, believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And our last passage is from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. How many of you remember the song, Do you see what I see? Or did you hear what I hear? An old Christmas carol that isn't sung too much anymore today. But still, it's got popularity with those who remember those old carol hymns. And so today's title is Recognizing. Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? As we look at these passages, at these Advent lectionary readings, one thing you can't help but notice is there seems to be a thread that talks about the character or the characteristics of Jesus, the Messiah. And Isaiah, in Psalms, goes over the character of the Lord. Now, it's easy with Isaiah to get drawn to the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and mind, the spirit of knowledge. And we see those spirits and, and, and we go, oh, that's the type of spirit I want. And, and I want the Holy Spirit to rest on me like that. But that's not what the passage is about. It's about what the Messiah is like. And the Messiah will carry the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might. And then he goes on after it describes all that. And it says that he's going to judge the poor. He's going to decide equity for the meek. He's going to slay the wicked. Righteousness is like a belt around him. Faithfulness is like a belt around him. What, what he does when he shows up, his very character causes enemies to not be enemies. It causes those that prey on the weak to quit praying on the weak. That's why you see the wolf and the lamb lying down and the leopard and, and babies playing with cobra's holes. Why? That type of evil and the killing, and the it stops in his presence. And it stops in his presence because of who he is. And, of course, it finishes that the root of Jesse is like a banner for all people. And it's, his presence is of such that it says in the Gentiles shall seek him. And again in Psalms, it continues this. He's going to judge with righteousness. He's going to take care of the poor. He's going to bring peace. Uh, even the hills talk about his righteousness. Uh, you know, it's going to happen throughout all generations. You know, he's going to shower the whole earth with this peace that comes from him, that he brings peace that comes from his presence. So what does this have to do about the word recognizing? The recognizing is this. when If Jesus was to walk in to where you're sitting now, would you recognize him? 
See, we value recognition, but what does a person physically look like? What colors his hair? What colors his skin? What colors his eyes? How tall? How skinny? How fat? Those are things that we wanted to use for recognition. If you were trying to report a crime and the police want to do a sketch of what the, the victim looks like, they're going to ask you questions about, well, how can we physically recognize him? Jesus is not one that wants you to physically recognize him because the physical is not important. That's going to do away. He's going to he's going to replace all of our bodies someday, um, which will be nice. Some of us would prefer to get healthy again and, and things. But his recognition is in who you are. It's your character. It's these inner spiritual qualities about you that make up who you are. And these are the descriptions. And so when Jesus walks in, you know Jesus is there based on his character. And today, you and I, as believers... We are the body of Christ. We are the body. We're the physical body. So how does a person know Jesus walks in the room? If I'm walking into a room and Jesus Christ lives in me, they'll know he's there because of his character shining through me. And you see that in Romans. He talks about that a little bit, about the God of peace, about the God of patience, about being like-minded. But he gets on to continue in those writings to talk about the Gentiles are going to confess you. The Gentiles are going to sing about this. And like verse 11, it says, Again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him over the peoples. I got to ask at our Advent celebration, what does laud mean? To laud over someone. I know that's a that's, that's an old word. It always comes up in Christmas songs and traditions, but no one actually goes around talking about laud. And no, I'm not trying to be Webster's here or something, but a general thing is when you gush over someone. Someone walks in the room and they're they're popular. What, what can I what can I get for you? What, what can I do for you? You know, oh my gosh, you're the greatest thing that ever that ever came in. What can I do? That's a lauding. And here the, the scripture says what? The Gentiles are gonna laud. I'm gonna laud all over Jesus. They're going to seek him. And then we ended in with Matthew about those wise men saying, where's the king of the Jews? We've seen his star. We've come to worship him. See, the Gentiles, and a Gentile in context here, again, not being technical in the definition, but a Gentile is an unbeliever, someone who doesn't believe. When the presence of Jesus comes in, even the unbelievers want to seek that out. What Jesus has in his character is something even unbelievers desire. So for us, can we recognize Jesus? Is there enough of the character of Jesus dwelling in us that people can recognize him? Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for the peace that you've given us through Jesus Christ. Lord, in this time of year when people are are running and stressing out, I pray that the light of Jesus Christ will show upon our life and will fill us with his peace. And moreover, God, that our life would walk a path of peace. Help us to be prepared in our hearts to receive your peace and to be a peace to others around us. Lord, we thank you for this. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you for listening to this Advent special. I pray that the peace of God will rest upon you in this hectic season. 
and then his peace and his presence will just ebb from your life. You can listen to more of our series, Chronicles of the Kingdom. You can see that at our website, christianimpact.net. And until next time, God bless.